For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. D-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. I didn't even touch. Hurts. Eating. First down and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Eagles Unfiltered. I'm your co-host, Ed Kratz, joined by my colleague, John McMullen. We're with SI.com Eagle Maven, and you can see behind us Lincoln Financial Field, where we just watched the Philadelphia Eagles kick off their preseason. They did so in a 24-16 loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, that sounds like a bad loss, but the Eagles were ahead 16-7 to at halftime. They jumped out to a 13-0 lead. They had six first-half possessions and scored points on four of them. That was with the first and second teamers going head-to-head. And the second half got away from the Eagles. They didn't score a point. Nick Mullins, uh, you know, I'm starting to wonder if the Eagles are going to keep three quarterbacks after seeing that performance. But listen, we're getting ahead of ourselves John, uh, what are your some uh, what are some of your impressions uh, from this game tonight? Well, tale of two halves, I think you said, Ed. The good part is it's preseason football, so they were good in the half you want to be good in. And that's when the first and second team were in there. As you mentioned, they kind of dominated that part of it and kind of fell apart against the Steelers' uh, third team. And Pittsburgh's one of those teams where, look, Ben Roethlisberger didn't play, so Mason Rudolph started. He's their second-string quarterback. Dwayne Haskins, their third-string quarterback. That's a former, you know, high-level first-round pick. So that's pretty good as a third-string quarterback. And they made a run. They came back late. They won the football game. I think overall, though, if you look at it from an Eagles perspective, Jalen Hurts only played two series. He played pretty well. The numbers don't look great, but he was – the victim of two drops, one, you know, a tough ball, but Jalen Rager should have gotten it, one, a very uncharacteristic drop from Zach Ertz, so it would have looked better, would have extended drives, so I I think the Jalen Hurts part of it was good, and, you know, from Nick Sirianni's standpoint, I think the best part is it was a pretty clean game from the aspect of of, of his communication with the staff to the quarterback, the pre-snap penalties he talks about. None of that. They look ready to play. All of that was good. The bad part, third downs. They didn't convert a third down all night. And that's situational football. Preseason, regular season, postseason, everybody wants to convert third downs. Yeah, well, getting back to Hurts, I mean, yeah, the one series, his first series, he led them on the field goal drive. And that was one good thing. Jake Elliott kicked great tonight, made yeah, two 47-yarders and a 50-yarder. Yeah. 
The first 47-yarder came after Hertz led them down into the field goal range there. And like you said, Hertz dropped the ball that would have put him first and 10 at about the 22-yard line. Uh, would have been interesting to see if they could have finished that off with a touchdown. Certainly, they need to score uh, more touchdowns than kick field goals. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, you know, listen, first first game, you can't, uh, you know, you can't get too worried about that at this point. But listen, we're almost three minutes into this thing, and we haven't even talked about the best play of the night from either team. Yeah, and that was Quez Watkins, seventy-nine yard touchdown off of a bubble screen, really off right off the line of scrimmage. Took one step back. The Steelers were blitzing, from my understanding, and yeah. Joe Flacco checked out, checked, checked out, off. and threw the quick yeah. hit to 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 Quez. Caught it. Two great blocks. Richard Rodgers, Brett Toth, uh, kind of paved that lane, but he didn't need much. There was clear sailing, and he just outran everybody in Steelers black and gold. Uh, for a seventy-yard or seventy-nine-yard touchdown that gave the Eagles a ten-nothing lead. John, what thoughts of that play? I mean, what else can you yeah, say? Yeah, tremendously executed play. Yeah. I mean, everything. The blocks. Richard Rogers had the big block, but Brett Toth, as you mentioned, had a great seal block. So you had this huge sort of lane in Quez Watkins. You could see his, you know, even though his helmets were on his eyes, just lit up. <laughs> Four, three, five speed, just bang. I know there was one Steelers player that had the angle. He just ran right past it. Phenomenal play. Quez Watkins, you know, Darius Slay, the other day at practice mentioned, we asked him who who was been the best receiver in this camp, understanding Devontae Smith hasn't been practicing. And he said Quez Watkins. So, and, and, and by the way, the second part of that, Ed, he almost had a 98-yard touchdown. Yeah, he right. was behind the defense. Eagles were backed up at their own two-yard line. They took a shot. Jalen Hurts probably hurried it a little bit, said he didn't want to take a safety. Looked like uh, maybe Quez Watkins got grabbed a little bit to slow down, just a tad off. It could have went 98 yards. Could you imagine 98 and 79, how excited Eagles fans would be if we got them both? But the one was spectacular. Yeah, you know, and that's another thing about Hurts. I mean, his second possession started at the two-yard line. I mean, that's not exactly, uh, you know, if you're looking for great things from a quarterback, that's bad field position right from the start. But, uh, yeah, and it was funny to hear uh, Hurts afterwards say that, you know, Quez Watkins is, is not a secret anymore, and that is very true. He said it's unfortunate that he's not a secret anymore and the cat's out of the bag. But, uh, you know, teams are going to know who Quez Watkins is. Uh, I was a little surprised Travis Fulgham didn't get targeted once tonight. And, you know, there was a bunch of guys that got targeted in this game. And, yeah. uh, Travis Fulgham wasn't one of them. A uh, little bit of a surprise, in my opinion. I, You know, listen, Quez Watkins could be putting himself in line to be that opposite, uh, that starter opposite Devontae Smith when Smith returns and if Smith can stay healthy, right? I mean, he's, Yeah, one of the things, I'm, to be honest, I'm a little concerned about is – Look, Travis didn't play a lot. So, you know, the starters, a lot of them, Randall Brooks was only in there for one series, I mm -hmm. think, and right. he came out. Lane Johnson, I think, played two series. I think Travis was in that group. He maybe came out for a little bit on that third series, but if if he did, he didn't play a ton. So he's in that sort of entrenched group. And I'm looking, look, Travis has had a fine training camp. It hasn't been great. It hasn't been bad. He's just been solid. Jalen Rager struggled. And let's be honest, Nick Sirianni, when he first got here to this moment, talks about competition. Everybody's got to compete. Well, if that's true, Quez Watkins should start to be pushing to be on that field because he's been better than Travis. He's been better than Jalen Rager. We know he's a first-round pick. You got the quarterback saying, 
Uh, he's no longer a secret, raving about him. You got the best corner on your team raving about him. At some point, you got to put him on the field. Yeah, yeah, we might be at that point right now. Uh, you know, and I'm looking at the stat sheet here I have in front of me. Eleven different players were targeted, not one to Fulgham. Uh, you know, Rager had two catches for 20 yards. Zach Ertz, two catches for 20 yards. Very active early, and he was the player that led the Eagles yeah. out onto the field, out of the tunnel. Yeah. I tried to ask Nick Sirianni about that, who makes that decision, why Ertz, how good has he been in that locker room for some of this, uh, these younger players? But listen, this is a this is a real issue. The Eagles have a tight end. I mean, it's not it's a good issue with Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Uh, but Tyreek Jackson had a pretty nice game. You know, he he dropped a pass. He didn't. You know, it looked like he may not have run the right route on an interception. Yeah, a little little bit up and down. But yeah. you see the the yeah. raw skills. But he is raw. Two catches, thirty two yards. Yeah. And as you mentioned, I don't, I don't think he ran the best route. It turned into an interception. He also had a drop. So I do think he's a developmental project, but yeah. he's so good athletically. I think you have to keep him on the team, but you have to keep Zach Ertz on the team if he's here. You have to keep Dallas Goddard. And oh, by the way, Richard Rogers is just. He's a good football player. We we turned to each other after he made that block, and then he came up with a catch, a nine yard catch. Yeah. After when we said, you know what, the the talk about Richard Rodgers' demise and being cut from this team might have been premature. But now you have four tight ends in the mix. Uh, if you keep Tyreek or Tyreek, I don't know if you can keep four tight ends. Yeah, so I don't know. It's a difficult decision with Richard. I mean, I can't emphasize. People should go on the Eagles' social media. I know they put that touchdown up there. Watch it. Watch his block, man, because, you know, that's a four-yard gain if he doesn't make that block and it turns into a 79-yard touchdown. It was yeah. just perfectly executed. I don't know how you can get rid of Richard Rodgers. Maybe you have to try to get Tyree Jackson through waivers, and that's going to be difficult. It's going to be very difficult, I think. But let's look at the running back situation. Miles Sanders did not play in this game. Very and Nick strange, Sirianni, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I mean, Sirianni said afterward that they know what they have in Miles Sanders. They want to keep him fresh. But listen, we, we've talked about this, that his hands uh, need to get better. So you wonder if, okay, yeah, we want to keep him fresh. But are they sending a message that listen? You need to you need to bear down. You need to drill down on your concentration or whatever it is you need to do to make sure you can be that receiver you were as a rookie, uh, because you're just dropping too many passes. You just wonder if that was kind of a subtle message to Miles that look, hey, look, you got you got to tighten up here. Well, I I don't know if he's benched more of they just you know are so confident in him as the top tier run. And by the way, he is. I agree with you. He's got to get better as far as a pass catcher. But Nick Sirianni said before this game during the week, everybody who's healthy is going to play. And everybody who's healthy played except Miles Sanders. Mm -hmm. So you're thinking, okay, I have no problem sitting a top-tier player for, for the whole preseason. But why Miles Sanders over Fletcher Cox and Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey and Brandon and so on and so on and so on? Right. I it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but Nick Sirianni insisted he's not hurt. It had nothing other to do than we know what we have. And maybe they know what they have as far as a committee in that Jamal Singleton is going to have to use a different back as the pass catcher because Miles is just not doing that part of the job. Great runner, but not a great receiver right now. So who flashed? I thought Jason Huntley, I mean, he did have a drop. 
Um, I think I might have been up getting a hot dog at that point. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you said he dropped the. Yeah, he did. Throw. He did. That was Nick Mullins' only good pass of the day. <laughs> and poor Nick Mullins, who had, I think it was one for five, four yards, two interceptions, just a disastrous performance. He had one good pass to Jason Huntley, and it went right through his hands. So I'm saying, poor, obviously a running back. It was a tough play for a running back. It, but if it were a receiver, it would be an easy play. Mm-hmm. Jason's that kind of guy, though. Look, he's at the back end of this roster. He's a bubble player. He's got tremendous speed. He was the kick returner. Maybe he makes it that way. But this team is so deep now at running back. Yeah. This coaching staff loves Boston Scott. Jordan Howard's the second running back on the. He started, he started today. Tonight, he yeah. started. Kerryon Johnson's kind of buried a little bit. So I I think Jason Huntley has a tough numbers game, unfortunately. You know, the Eagles ran the ball 11 times. Uh, Jalen Hurts had a scramble yeah, run for the, four. The running people are not happy today. But this, time of possession. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, let me just get 11 yeah. carries for the Eagles, 52 yards, 4.7-yard uh, average. Not bad. Uh, of that group, Huntley had four carries for 15 yards. He also had a nice long kick return, yeah. um, which that that could help him. I mean, Quez Watkins yeah. opened as the kickoff returner, but, you know, Huntley could be in the mix to take uh, kickoffs back. But, you know, it's not – when you look at the numbers, a 4.7 yards rushing average on just 11 carries, uh, that's pretty good. Meanwhile, I'm looking at the Steelers. I mean, they had 42 runs for 152 yards. Good uh, news there, though. Let me jump in. Yeah. When Alex Singleton was out there, Steelers couldn't run. Mm. When Sean Bradley came in, Rashad Smith, the Steelers were running all over the place. So, again, first team fine. In this case, second and third team. Not so fun. Yeah, and even the defensive line, you had the rookie Marlon Tuatua-Polu, and you had Patrick Johnson playing DN. So, you know, they were able to run quite a bit in that second half. I, those numbers were, are skewed for sure. But you mentioned, John, time of possession, right? Was that what you mentioned? Yeah, yeah. time of possession. Time of possession. Steelers, 41 minutes, 18 seconds. The Eagles, 18 minutes and 42 seconds. That's that's unbelievable. Yeah. But I think a big correlation of that is the Steelers' third down conversions, they collect uh, – Converted 11 uh, third downs in 17 tries. 65%. Yeah. Meanwhile, almost. the Eagles didn't convert a single one. Eight cracks at yeah. it, didn't convert one. So, really, those are huge numbers that the Eagles have to start whittling down more in their favor if they're going to want to have any success. And I asked Nick Sirianni about that at his post-game press conference. I think he was fair to say he was disappointed, but he also pointed out a couple of the drops – uh, Jalen Rager, Zach Ertz, I think they were both on third downs. Um, certainly the Rager one was. And he mentioned, um, you gotta make those catches. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, if you do, those numbers look better. Not great, but they look a little bit better. And then when you got in the second half, they just couldn't do anything offensively with the third team unit in there. Or defensively, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, they just kind of let the Steelers control the game and win the game. But, uh, listen, the good news is it was uh, an Eagles uh, game in the first half, right? I mean, third and 16, That's what matters. Seven. That's what matters. That's what matters. But now, now I also want to say no Ben Roethlisberger, no T.J. Watt. So that matters as well. Yeah, no Miles Sanders. That might have mattered a little from the Eagles' standpoint. But, you know, listen, the, the Steelers are probably a better team top to bottom with depth. You know, uh, the Eagles are still kind of building this roster from the bottom up they have you know some veteran talent that that should help them this season and i think they have a a pretty good collection of some rookies milton williams defensive lineman stood out to me um ty mcgill had a sack just He's having a great camp he, he just, and he just bull rushed the yeah. steelers offensive line right into mason rudolph's lap 
Milton Williams was right there. He kind of had to split a double team. He got past the guard, then the tackle picked him up, or maybe he got by the tackle and the guard picked him up. But he was right on the scene, too. And he was inside and outside. He's going to play a factor. He's a big, strong, fast kid. I, I really like what I see out of Milton Williams. Yeah, that defensive line is really deep, really good. T.Y. McGill deserves to be yeah, on an NFL absolutely. roster. I don't know if he can make it because the Eagles are so deep. Yeah, and you know what? The first cuts are coming up Tuesday. Here we are on Thursday night. So in a few days here, the Eagles have to cut just five players. Uh, you know, we're going to have some fun with that going forward as to who we think that might be. Uh, I have some thoughts in my mind, but we'll save those for another time. Uh, looking ahead here, the Eagles practice Saturday and Sunday, and then they welcome the New England Patriots uh, into town. They'll share practice to practices against each other Monday and Tuesday, and then they're back here at the link on Thursday night, 730. John and I will be here every step of the way, and again, Thanks for listening. Follow us at si.com slash NFL slash Eagles or at eaglemaven.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.